Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Do I have everybody's attention now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? Yes, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for another exciting new episode. It is season 20, it's episode 2, and tonight's show is titled Mercy. That's right, Mercy. We're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona, on a Tuesday. That's right, on a Tuesday. It is January the 14th, 2020, and I am your host, Don Mega. Man, I welcome you to the show. Uh, We are one day late. Yes, we are. We usually put out a new episode every Monday. But um, once again, life finds a way. (laughs) I don't even know what else to say at this point. Um, But you know what? I told you, we get it in where we can get it in, and we are happy to get it in. Here tonight, because we got a lot to talk about. We got movie reviews for you. I got a couple TV shows I want to talk about. The Oscar nominations dropped. So there is a lot going on, man. I do want to do a shout out. So um, this kind of goes into why I also decided to wait an extra day. Because I was trying to make sure you all could get through the content that we dropped on to you last week. That's right. Um, Because I put out the season 20 premiere episode um, that came out last Monday called Golden. And um, that episode came out. That was the season 20 season premiere episode. Uh, And then just a couple days later, I had teased it and we did it. We recorded it and we dropped it. It was the Am I Still on the Air Star Wars Rise of Skywalker spoiler review. So, we had two episodes drop last week, and you know what happens, man, when two episodes drop, it gets all clouded for me, man, it's like a lot of people didn't get to hear the season premiere episode, because a lot of people were just focused on checking out that Star Wars episode, so I kind of then had to face that dilemma this week, right, do I maybe wait another week and let that episode kind of ride, or do we just kind of keep the ball rolling, I decided to keep the ball rolling because of the Oscar nominations and just because of everything that's been going on. I don't want to fall back another week behind and everything and have to play catch up. So that's no good. I like being ahead of the news, not behind it. So 
Uh, if you missed the season 20 premiere last week when we talked about Richard Jewell, we did the review of that. Uh, like I said, the episode's called Golden. We did it after the Golden Globes. And um, so check it out. If you missed it, please go back, check it out, amiontheair.com, all your streaming platforms, and check out that episode if somehow you missed it. Now, if you're wondering, hey, I didn't see that Star Wars episode. Well, hey, I'm here to tell you because you might have missed that. As you know, every once in a while, we do spinoff episodes here on Am I on the Air that I like to title Am I Still on the Air? I give them a different title because it is not a normal episode of this show. The normal episodes of this show are very simple. It's to bring you the latest and greatest entertainment news, right? This is a news forum. This is where I tell you guys everything that's going on week to week with a movie review, TV show review, so forth. Sometimes, though, I like to dig in a little bit deeper to a certain subject. Most of the time, it's when we want to do spoiler reviews, right? Because I do non-spoiler movie reviews here, and I try to not take up too much time. But sometimes when a movie's big enough, I like to get some co-host on with me, and we like to dig into a movie spoiler-rific, and just be able to talk about it and not worry about it. So I do those as spinoff episodes, Am I Still on the Air?, and we did our first one of 2020, and like I said, it was the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker spoiler review. It was awesome. I had my boys Friggins and Peeps on the show with me, as I typically do, and we really dived into Star Wars, man. It was a ton of fun. We had three people with all three different views on this movie, um, from loving it to just thinking it was okay. So it went across the platform and I think we had a really great conversation about it. We shared a lot of laughs and it was great. And if you haven't heard it, I highly suggest you go and check it out. You can listen to it on our website, amiontheair.com. Click on the tab that says, am I still on the air? Same thing goes for Red Dragons Radio. If you're on reddragonsradio.com, click on the tab that says, am I still on the air? If you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of those, you should you should have just seen it in your feed like a normal episode. So, uh, but it will be titled "Am I Still on the Air?" So, if you see that, uh, that just is there to signify it is the spinoff episode. So, if you're a Star Wars fan, and you haven't heard that yet, please go listen to that. Or if you haven't seen the movie yet and you want to go check it out, come back and check out our spoiler review after the fact. Okay. And yes, our next Am I Still in the Air, to give you another spoiler, our next Am I Still in the Air that we are planning right now is our big annual episode doing our top 10 countdown of 2019 and then leading into our top 10 most anticipated of 2020. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, Once again, it's just trying to work out schedules with everybody. When you're doing it with multiple people, you got to find the time and it's not always easy. So we are working on it. I know I got my list ready. I know Friggins has his list ready and I think Peeps is just about done with his. So hopefully within the next week is my plan to get that episode knocked out. So keep an eye out for that 2018 top 10, 2019 top 10, sorry. And then most anticipated of 2020. So that's going to be a fun one to do. But That's Am I Still on the Air. Tonight, it's Am I on the Air. And let's get right into it with our first non-spoiler review. First movie of 2020 getting out in theaters to see is Just Mercy. Um, This is the true story about a guy who is sentenced to prison and then sentenced to death row over the murder of an 18-year-old girl. 
The character is played by Jamie Foxx, and he's wrongfully convicted of this crime. Uh, and it's a basically a racist kind of cover-up deal um, that they just needed... They just needed to tell the town, hey, we caught the killer, so everything's all good. Um, even if it's not the right person. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is in this movie, and he plays his lawyer. Uh, he becomes a defense lawyer that wants to go help these people that are on death row that probably shouldn't be there. Um, and he starts helping Jamie Foxx's character and starts figuring out all this stuff that's just like, how in the hell did this guy get convicted with no evidence? Um this is an amazing movie. The performances alone are worth checking out this film. Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx are phenomenal in this thing. Brie Larson's in this as well. Um, just really great across the board. I really, really dug this movie. It had me in tears at certain moments. Um, and I think you should show it some love. It's an amazing story. And just think, this happened in the late 80s, early 90s. That's not too long ago, to be honest. <laughs> so... It's crazy to think that there's still towns out there that are this uh, racially profiled and motivated uh, as this movie is. Insane story. And I, I just really, really love this movie. It was it was great. And for what it is, remember, you I have to rate movies based on what they're trying to do for me, right? I rate action movies in a certain way. I rate kids' movies in a certain way. And movies like these, these true stories, these all these things, I have to rate them based on what they're trying to accomplish. And based on that, I would give this movie four stars. Um, I thought it was just they did a phenomenal job with it. So check it out if you get a chance. Just Mercy, starring Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx in theaters right now. And hey, it's my favorite movie of the year so far, <laughs> right? So uh, check it, check it out. <clears throat> now... Uh, before we get into the news, there's a couple other things I want to touch upon. So, literally just earlier tonight, and this is pretty cool with me doing the show on a Tuesday. Um, as you all know, we did an episode about a month ago called Crisis. And it was, uh, a lot of what I talked about was the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. The CW Universe uh, every year does a crossover between their Arrowverse shows, right? Green Arrow. Uh, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Batwoman, Black Lightning. They do a crossover. Well, this year it was Crisis on Infinite Earths. And it's a five-part event. We saw the first three parts. And then they took a break for like three weeks. Well, tonight it came back and they did episode four and five back-to-back, wrapping it up. Episode four was technically the Arrow episode. And episode five was the Legends of Tomorrow episode. Um, these two episodes were great. I mean, great. I wasn't sure how they were going to bounce back from doing the first three like weeks ago. Um, but man, and I got to say this, you know, and kill me if, if you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you just spoiled that. It's a TV show. You should have watched it tonight. That's all I got to say. In the episode of Arrow, um, the fourth episode of the crossover, Barry, our Flash, is jumping around. He's racing through time. He's racing through the Speed Force. He's trying to find different events that happened and um, recruit certain people, talk to certain people. And at one point, he comes across the DCEU's Flash, played by Ezra Miller. Yes, this is for the first time ever we see movie Flash and TV Flash face-to-face having a conversation um, you know, 
introducing themselves to each other going, hey, I'm Barry Allen. Oh, my God. Like, you know, because they're just different guys named Barry Allen who were both flashes and enjoying the perks of each other's costumes. It's it's about a two-minute scene, and it was phenomenal. I literally fell out of my chair and was like, oh, my God, because this is just something I never expected to happen. This crossover has had a bunch of little cameos. It's had a bunch of little moments that have been really kind of exciting, but nothing was like this. This was so cool to see them blend movie flash and TV flash together at the same time. Shout out to Ezra Miller taking the time to go do this, putting on the flash suit and just giving us fanboys and fangirls a geek out moment. It was super, super cool. Great episode. And then the final episode, um, of course, uh, we, we, you know, earth was wiped out. The whole multiverse was wiped out. We end up saving it. We bring it back. We now have earth prime. So all of the CW shows now take place on the same earth, which is pretty cool. Um, but, you know, we lost Barry, which is unfortunate. So, um, you know, and I was like, there's no way. There's a couple episodes left of Arrow this season. that He'll come back. He's dead, guys. I actually just read an article a little bit ago from the showrunners. And they were like, nope, it was always intended that he died saving the universe in the crossover. So, wow. Congratulations. Uh, you got me, man. <laughs> we, we've lost Stephen Amell. We've lost uh, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. Uh, who launched this universe? But hey, man, now we have a we have a great, great uh, backup plan now with all of these other heroes that have come together. And man, the Hall of Justice, the Justice League table, everybody's chairs with their symbols on it. I mean, pretty damn cool geek out moment. I can't wait for next year's crossover. Uh, pretty, pretty damn cool overall. It was an awesome crossover. And uh, if you haven't seen it or want to check it out, it will be available all five episodes tomorrow on the CW app, which is free. So just download the app and watch it. You'll have a couple commercials to sit through, but at least you can check out the entire crossover event. So Crisis is in the books. Um, I also finished binging The Morning Show, which is on Apple TV+. And um, it is a phenomenal show, man. It was 10 episodes. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, uh, uh, just a fantastic show. I've talked about this, I think, when I first started binging it, um, and I'm just so glad that it's been renewed for another season. I can't wait to watch some more of this. Um, it is a very realistic show, um, which tackles the whole Me Too movement and all kinds of stuff going on at like a morning talk show, like a like a Today Show or a Good Morning America. So. Um, it's just excellent. If you have Apple TV Plus, I highly recommend you check it out. If you don't, I think it's worth paying the $5 subscription price to check out this show at least. And there's a lot of other stuff that you can get into on Apple TV Plus, which I'll be moving into uh, here pretty soon now that we're done with the morning show. So I just wanted to shout out those couple things there that I've got going on and that I've been watching. And now that that's out the way, let's get back to our regularly scheduled news of the week. So, going back to our CW universe, I'm happy to announce that uh, all the CW superhero shows have been renewed for another season. That's right. Uh, the CW basically has renewed their entire lineup. So, I mean, and they got more than just the superhero shows, but man, 
you know, minus Arrow, <laughs> they have gone ahead and given an early renewal to virtually every show they have minus Arrow and Supernatural, which are on their last seasons. That means that The Flash uh, will become its new flagship show of the Arrowverse going into season six. Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl will enter their sixth season as well. Batwoman will get its second season. Uh, Black Lightning, Nancy Drew, Riverdale, Rosewell, um, Rosewell, New Mexico, Charmed, and Legacies are all been renewed as well. So congratulations to all you CW fans that are getting their wish and getting everything renewed up in here. Game of Thrones actor Robert Arameo has joined the Lord of the Rings series. Um, he is replacing um, the role that Will Poulter was supposed to play and that he dropped out for. Um, <clears throat> you know what? Sorry, I'm going to pump the brakes here for a second. Thinking I'm getting ahead of myself. Because what I wanted to do <clears throat> before I actually jumped into the news was go into the Oscars. Because I'm sorry, this is a big deal for any movie fan, for any movie buff um, I want to pay respect to that. So the Oscar nominations for 2020, the 92nd annual awards was just announced yesterday. <clears throat> so we're going to go through real quick like we do. So you guys, you guys are always in the know of what's going on. So we'll get back to the news in just a second. I want to run down Oscars. Here we go. Performance by an actor. <clears throat> Excuse me. Performance by an actor in a leading role. The nominees are Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Performance by an actor in a supporting role nominee Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt. For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Performance by an actress in a leading role. Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Shersha Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for Judy. Performance by an actress in a supporting role. Nominees are Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh for Little Women. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Best Animated Feature... How to Turn Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, <laughs> Claws, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. So, man, no, uh, no, uh, Frozen 2. Pretty, pretty nuts there. Let's see. Achievement <clears throat> in cinematography. Nominees are The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Costume design, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Achievement in directing nominees, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Best documentary feature nominees, American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland. Best Documentary Sort Subject is In the Absence, Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, If You're a Girl, Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, and Walk, Run, Cha-Cha. Achievement in Film Editing, Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Best International Film of the Year, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Mis, Pain and Glory, and Parasite. 
Achievement in Makeup and Hairstyling, Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. Achievement in Music Written for a Motion Picture Original Score nominees Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Achievement in Music Written for Motion Picture Original Song nominees um, I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4, I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man, I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, and Stand Up from Harriet. Best Motion Picture of the Year nominees, Ford v. Ferrari, Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Achievement in Production Design nominees, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Best Animated Short Film nominees, Desera, Hair Love, Kit Bull, Memorable, and Sister. Best Live Action Short Film nominees, Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Widow, Soraya, and A Sister. Achievement in Sound Editing, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Achievement in Sound Mixing, Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Achievement in Visual Effects, finally, Avengers Endgame, long overdue, should have been nominated for way more. Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker. Adapted Screenplay, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. Original Screenplay nominees, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Woo! So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are your Oscar nominations. What do you think? Do you like it? Do you not like it? I don't know, man. There's some stuff I liked. There's other stuff I didn't. I think J-Lo should have been nominated for Hustlers. She's nominated for every other award ceremony except for the Oscars. I'm sorry, but that ass deserved the Oscar. (laughs) Hands down. Okay. Let's get back to the news, my friends. And we'll keep trucking along through this. Uh, We got some pictures up of some new concept art for Avatar. uh, The Avatar sequels, which looks really cool. So check that out on our Twitter Um, Jonathan Kasdan confirms the start of the Willow series. That's right. We've been talking about a possible Willow series coming to Disney Plus, and it looks like it's finally moving forward. Diary of a Female President. We have the first look trailer from Gina Rodriguez's new Disney Plus show. Patricia Arquette is going to be reteaming with Ben Stiller for a new Apple TV service, uh, TV series called Severance. Billy Lord, by the way, played the young Princess Leia in Rise of Skywalker's flashback scene. So that's pretty cool. And having her daughter do that. I love that. The new Walking Dead spinoff show, The Walking Dead World Beyond. We have a pretty cool article up talking about how it will connect to the other stories. So check that out. We have the trailer for Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made. Regina King will make her directing debut with One Night in Miami adaptation. Hans Zimmer is going to be assuming the composer duties for the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. So congratulations there to Hans Zimmer. NBC Chicago PD fans, Roman is coming back for a crossover with NBC Chicago Fire. So pretty cool there. I love crossovers. 
Speaking of returns as well, 911. It looks like Connie Britton is being eyed to return for her Abby character for multiple episodes, which would be great. She was a big part of season one and then vanished. So it'll be nice to have her back for a little bit. We got a pretty interesting article up with Fox talking about why they canceled BH90210. Um, basically, they gave some bullshit story about it just being a one and done season. That's all it was ever intended to be. I call bullshit because the story basically was a cliffhanger at the end and they could have easily continued it if they wanted to. Fox has decided to scrap any 24 spinoff ideas. That's right. No more 24. That includes potential prequel series centered on a young Jack Bauer and anything else that they were working on. Gone and done. Um... Melissa McCarthy is joining Nicole Kidman in Hulu's new show, Nine Perfect Strangers, which will be a limited series. I don't know how I feel about this. I I am a big fan of The Masked Singer. I think it is a fun show. My daughter absolutely loves this show. Well, guess what? When a show's popular, everybody starts thinking, what can we do to do more with this? And they have decided to greenlit a new show called The Masked Dancer. That's right. Oh my god. Why? Why, why, why? The Masked Dancer. Come on. But yes, that is coming sooner rather than later. Okay. <laughs> coming up next. Um, sorry, give me one second. Just look at my notes here. Oh man. This was some pretty bummer news that happened a couple days ago. Director Scott Derrickson, who directed Doctor Strange, he helped with a lot of the stuff in the two, last two Avengers movies, and he was signed on years ago to direct Doctor Strange 2, which then became Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He had already done a lot of pre-production work on it. And then a couple days ago happened, and all of a sudden, creative differences were had. That's right. Due to creative differences, Scott Derrickson has dropped out from being director of the Doctor Strange sequel. He says he will stay on as an executive producer, which really doesn't mean shit. Um, It just means he'll get some money for it, for the work he's done so far. But he probably won't have much input on the actual film. This sucks. I think Scott Derrickson is an amazing director. I love what he did with the first film, and I really wanted to keep that same visual concept going into the second one. Um, it's a bummer, man. It's a bummer. I think probably what happened, if you ask me, is that, you know, this is a type of movie where Marvel has already announced that the WandaVision show is going to bleed into it. They talked about Loki tying into it as well. So I feel like Marvel probably had some pretty big ideas and were telling him like, Hey, you got to find a way to bring in Wanda and to do this and to do that. And we're going to work the TV shows in. And he was probably like, nah, man, I got my whole own story to do. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. And they just butted heads and decided to part ways. So this, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. It sucks. It happens from time to time. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Edgar Wright thing when he dropped off of Ant-Man and it worked out. Okay. Right. So, We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. But right now they are on the search for a new director. They're saying that the movie will hold its schedule, that nothing will be delayed, um, and that they were going to start shooting in a couple months. So uh, they are on a fast track to find a new director. So keep your eyes posted, and you know that we'll be breaking that news as soon as it happens. 
John Ridley is set to executive produce, write, and direct a new musical series for Showtime. It's going to be a new drama series. Uh, Bong Joon-ho, who just, you know, had a lot of nominations for Parasite, he's going to actually be working with Adam McKay to develop a Parasite HBO limited series. So this is very interesting here. I don't know much else about it. Nobody knows if it's going to be a prequel, a sequel, an uh, English language remake of the movie to do on HBO. We don't know, but something is going to be going down with HBO, Adam McKay, and Parasite. We have your first look trailer for FX's and Hulu's new upcoming limited series, Devs. Uh, I watched the trailer for this. Devs looks really damn cool. I'm excited to check it out. It's going to debut on March 5th on Hulu. So very, very excited about that. Lennox crime series adaptation is in the works from Synchronicity Films. Nicholas Holt is joining the Mission Impossible franchise. That's right. It looks like he's going to sign up. For Mission Impossible 7 and 8. So that's pretty awesome. And I think he might actually be the bad guy. So congratulations to Nicholas Holt there. FX has set some premiere dates for Fargo, Mrs. America, Archer, and a bunch more. So check that out if you're interested to know when these shows come back. Strike Back is going into its final season over on Cinemax. And we have the first look at that trailer for the final season. One Last Mission. FX's American Horror Story has been renewed for three more seasons. Oh, man. I have such a love-hate relationship with American Horror Story. (laughs) It's like, I really do like the show, but some of these seasons are so hard to get through. Um, I'm still only halfway through the last season, and I thought I was going to love it, and I'm just like, eh, it's more of a chore to watch it lately. Um, So I hope they have some good ideas coming up if they're going to do three more seasons. Andy Muschietti, who directed the It movies, is going back to horror. He's going to direct the Howling remake for Netflix, so that is pretty awesome there. A 30-something sequel series gets a pilot order over at ABC, so more remakes there. Andy Muschietti confirms also that his Flash movie, which, hey, speaking of, we got nice that we saw Ezra Miller again in Crisis tonight, um, that his Flash movie is still based on Flashpoint, but it's going to be a new revised kind of version of Flashpoint. It's not exactly what the comic book is. So be forewarned, but that's going to be pretty cool. There will be no host once again for the second year in a row for the 2020 Oscars. Kevin Feige is in early talks to develop a Marvel series for ABC. So, you know, right now ABC only has Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is wrapping up. So now they're working on doing something else for the network. So we'll see what that ends up being. Sense8's Max Remelt has joined The Matrix 4 in an undisclosed role. So they're starting getting ready to start ramping that one up. So a lot of new casting going down there. So makes sense. They're going to add somebody from Sense8, which the Wachowskis had a hand in over on Netflix. So they're pulling from their own bench there, which I can dig. Last of the Mohicans is getting its own TV series. That's right, it got a script order for the upcoming HBO Max streaming series. Young Frankenstein is going to be the next live ABC musical event. So there you go, Young Frankenstein. Netflix has revealed The Witcher's official season one timeline. So take that uh, if you are interested to know um, when season one takes place. True Detective actress Levin Rambin has joined The Purge 5. 
we have the brand new second trailer for Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Um, this movie comes out in less than a month, and uh, it was cool to finally get a second trailer for it. I'm still not sold on the marketing for this movie, but I will be there day one to check it out. So check out that trailer if you haven't seen it. Speaking of Gotham City and Harley Quinn, there was another movie she was going to be involved in called Gotham City Sirens that David Ayer was going to do. Well, David Ayer says that that movie is officially on hold now uh, and that he's still working on Bright 2 for Netflix. So uh, in case anybody's been wondering where Bright 2 is, uh, I could not get into Bright. We have the first trailer for The Boy 2, so check that out, which I don't even know how this movie got a sequel. Nobody watched The Fucking Boy um, we do have the first teaser trailer for Lock and Key, which is coming to Netflix and looks really badass. So I'm looking very forward to Lock and Key, which I believe debuts next month on Netflix. We also have your first look trailer for Fargo. Chris Rock is in it and it looks pretty awesome. So check that out. We told you there's a Save by the Bell reboot coming to the Peacock service, which is NBC's new streaming service. And we already know that AC Slater and Jesse are going to be on it and... Uh, but that seemed to be it. Well, not no more. That's right. Zach and Kelly will appear in some capacity. So, uh, Mark Paul Gosselier has joined the revival as an executive producer. He will appear in multiple episodes. And it looks like Tiffany Thiessen will appear in some episodes as well. Because you know Zach and Kelly are married, right? So, you gotta have them both. So, I'm excited about this. You know what, man? That was just my generation. I grew up on Saved by the Bell. So just seeing these guys all come back for this revival, I gotta check it out, man. I gotta support it. I'm loving uh, <laughs> Mark Paul Gosselier right now on Mixed Dish. He's so good as the dad on that show. So I will support. Um, something that did get shut down, though, is the Lizzie McGuire reboot. That's right. Uh, production has officially shut down as the creator of Lizzie McGuire has exited the Disney Plus revival. So production has been shut down in the meantime. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. We had the season seven trailer for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which looks awesome. Nine-Nine. Um, and uh, that debuts, I believe, in March. So looking very forward to Brooklyn Nine-Nine coming back. Speaking of coming back, Sarah Paulson is returning for American Horror Story season 10. I love that. She is great and she brings a lot to American Horror Story. So glad to see that. Um, Atlanta season three, people have been waiting for this show for a long time. It's going to get an expanded episode order, but unfortunately it won't air until next year. So still got quite some time before you see Atlanta again, but when it does come back, you'll get a nice blown up version of the season. The Clinton impeachment themed American crime story, um, is going to be delayed and not will not air until after the 2020 election. That's what the FX boss has confirmed, so not to interfere there. Archer Season 11 and Little Dickies um, is, <laughs> is among the FXX premiere dates, so you can check that out to see when those shows are coming back. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows, Fargo, Better Things, and the Martin Freeman comedy are among some of the FX premiere dates that you can check out now. Premiere dates as well. For devs, Kate Blanchett's Mrs. America, and everything coming to FX on Hulu. Uh, remember, FX did that big deal with Hulu, so a lot of their new shows are debuting exclusively on Hulu and actually not on FX. AT&T is going to end their audience network. That's right. 
And they have some original shows on there like Mr. Mercedes. And now the shows are in limbo. So no word on what's going to happen to those shows. But the actual audience network is going to be turned into a preview channel for HBO Max. So, which makes me feel like the shows they'll just hold off and put them on HBO Max, right? But the articles did not say that. (laughs) But that just seems to make sense in my head that that's what they would do since they're all owned by the same people, right? So we'll see what happens there. Um, But yeah, it makes sense. Nobody had the fucking audience network. I don't even know. I mean, I remember my wife read the Mr. Mercedes book and I was like, I know there's a TV show and we were looking everywhere for this thing. And then I found out it's on the audience network. I'm like, how the hell do we even watch this thing? (laughs) So hopefully the shows land somewhere else where we can actually watch the damn show. A Who Wants to Be a Millionaire revival series is happening. And Jimmy Kimmel will host the primetime celeb edition over on ABC. The Bachelor music-centric spinoff, Listen to Your Heart, has been ordered over at ABC. Are you kidding me right now? Huh? Are you kidding me right now? A music-centric spinoff for The Bachelor? Listen to your heart? Listen to your heart. Uh... I don't even know, man. I don't even know. These spinoffs are getting so ridiculous. Why do I need a music-centered spinoff of The Bachelor? Doesn't make any sense at all. All right, moving on. Uh, (laughs) The Connors has officially added a shameless favorite actor, Noel Fisher, to play an adult version of... Shh, can't tell you it's a spoiler. So check that out if you're interested. CBS debuted its new show, FBI's Most Wanted, and it is now the TV season's most watched series debut. So congratulations there, that's awesome. Check out this thing. How this got on ABC also, I'm like, who is signing off on these checks? Sexy Brides. That's right, Sexy Brides of Dracula. Sexy Brides of Dracula. Uh, is a new soap opera from the Riverdale executive producer, and it's been given a pilot order over at ABC. Really, ABC? Sexy Brides of Dracula TV show? I mean, I love me some sexy brides, even of Dracula. But does this need a TV show? I just, oh my God. What are we doing? Oh my God. Excuse me. What are we doing? Ozark season three finally coming in March. I'm very excited about this. I love Ozark over on Netflix. Glad to see it is finally, finally coming back and very soon. So glad to hear. Uh, After Modern Family ends, American Housewife will take its spot on the network. Because right now American Housewife is on Friday nights. So that will be... Uh, Moving over to Wednesdays, I believe, when Modern Family wraps up, uh, I believe, in April. So, very sad to see Modern Family go. It's still one of my favorite shows on television right now. Isla Fisher and Jillian Bell are going to star in a new show called Godmothered, which is a new comedy that will be on Disney+. Plus. So, I like the casting there. I like both of those. Noah Hawley is hinting that his new Star Trek movie is not Star Trek Four. That's right, and he says it may not include Chris Pine and the whole cast after all. So, he said no confirmation in anything. He's working on it right now. He's making a script. He's putting it all together. 
no decisions have been made, but he said he feels he's probably going in a different direction and this will be a different Star Trek. So it's not necessarily a sequel. So we'll see. We'll see where this one goes. We'll keep you posted, of course. Prince is going to get an all-star tribute concert with John Legend, Alicia Keys, and a whole bunch more. I'm super excited about this. I love the purple one. Prince is awesome, and I will definitely be watching this special when it comes out. Fear the Walking Dead is going to have a time jump in season six. Of course it is. ABC has picked up uh, Leslie Jones's new hosted Supermarket Sweep game show reboot. So that's cool. That's going to be coming to ABC. So congratulations there to her. Um, let's see here. Sorry, bear with me. Oh man. So, uh, I was watching, I I follow the rock as you all know. I love the rock, right? Uh, and I follow him on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. And then he, he made an announcement a couple days ago that, um, he's partnering with NBC and they're going to do a new show. I believe it's a comedy called young rock. That's right. Uh, living in 13 different states, getting arrested, meeting legends, hitting puberty. This is going to be a fun show. Young Rock coming to NBC. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. It's going to be the very early years of a young Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, so, I'm bo- I'm on board, man. Any, a, a true story about Young Rock? Why not? Uh, he lived a crazy life, and I'm anxious to see where it goes. Zombieland director Ruben Fleischer might actually be the next one up to helm Sony's Uncharted movie, so we'll see if that one sticks. Legendary is adapting Brian K. Vaughn's Ex Machina as a film. Uh, Disney's Frozen 2 is going to get a special sing-along engagement heading back to theaters here pretty soon. Mark Hamill is set to guest star in What We Do in the Shadows Season 2 episode. Snake Eyes has officially begun filming in Japan, so that's awesome. That'll be coming later this year. Um, Ava DuVernay says she's listening to the New Gods casting suggestions. So if you have a suggestion, put it out there on the web because she is listening, which I do love. Um, We have your first look at Jared Leto as Morbius. And on top of that, the new trailer dropped. And oh my God, is this trailer pretty badass. It is pretty awesome. And I gotta say... Is Morbius in the MCU? Uh, It's at least in the Spider-Man side of the MCU because we see a Spider-Man mural on the wall that says Murderer, which ties right into Far From Home. And at the very end of the trailer, we see none other than the Vulture. That's right, Michael Keaton is there, definitely playing the Vulture, still in jail looking like it. Michael Morbius. Um, nice tease, nice way to show that we're linking these films together. Um, hey, for something that was supposed to be Sony centric and not really tied to the MCU, this looks like it's got some pretty good ties and I'm all about it. So check out that trailer. If you haven't seen it yet, check out Morbius starring Jared Leto. 80s movie Space Camp is set for a revival over at Disney+. Robert Zemeckis is in talks to direct a new sci-fi thriller called Ares for Warner Brothers. Um, Silence of the Lambs sequel series is landing over at CBS. That's right. So it's going to be following up on Silence of the Lambs. Alien spaceship crash drama from Fringe executive producer gets an NBC pilot order. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler will be returning as the Golden Globes host in 2021, which I'm all about. Uh, Sophia Bush 
is joining the cast of This Is Us. I love it. I love Sophia Bush. So great addition there for This Is Us. Child's Play offshoot Chucky earns a straight-to-series order over at Sci-Fi. So not to be confused with the new movie reboot we just got. This is from the actual creator of Chucky. And um, he's doing his own thing over on the Sci-Fi Network. So we'll see what that brings us. So I'm down for more Chucky. Why not, right? New Amsterdam has hit the renewal jackpot as NBC has ordered three more seasons of the show. Man, congratulations. Jeez. Seth MacFarlane is leaving Fox after 21 years for a $200 million NBC deal. Whoo! Hey, Seth, can I borrow just a mill of that, please? I could change my life. Uh, Night School sitcom based on the 2018 film has snagged an NBC pilot order. That's right, the one with Kevin Hart and... Um, yeah, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, it was a pretty decent movie, but kind of weird that they would turn it into a sitcom. So I'll be curious to see what, how they pull that one off. Um, but hey, that is coming. Um, let's see here. We already did that. We already did that. There's a new Black Widow first look kind of thing. Some people are labeling it as trailer two. It's more of a first look. It's like a minute and a half. We did post it up on our social media. Check it out. It's actually pretty cool. And you get a better look at Taskmaster, which is awesome. So check it, check it out, y'all. Showtime has renewed The L Word, Generation Q, and Work in Progress for his second season. Matt Reeves has revealed that the Batman is going to be filming in Glasgow, Scotland. And that's going to be actually the substitute for Gotham City. So very interesting there. My boy Dave Batista has joined season two of C for Apple TV Plus. So that's going to be awesome. Now I really got to watch that show because I got to support my boy Dave. Oh, for all you Showtime fans, Shameless. You guys have been following this show forever. Shameless has been renewed for an 11th and final season. So there you go. That is Dunzo. 11th and final season for Shameless on Showtime. The new Invisible Man movie has received an R rating, so that's pretty cool. Congratulations to Joker, which re- which um, got 11 Oscar nominations. It's the most for this year's Oscars. Congratulations, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actor, which I love. Twilight Zone Season 2 cast has been revealed, so you can check out who's going to be on these upcoming episodes. Um... Some people like to not know and be surprised, so I won't read through who's joined the cast, but it's a pretty pretty good cast there for the upcoming episodes. Alan Tudyk is going to be reprising his role of K2SO for the Rogue One Disney Plus series. Alex Kurtzman says that there's at least two more live-action Star Trek shows that are on the way, so look for those. Immaculate Conception comedy from Rachel, um, Rachel Bloom is getting a Pop TV pilot order. Billions, Black Monday, and The Chi get some return dates set over at Showtime. Penny Dreadful, City of Angels gets a Showtime premiere date, and you can check out the very first trailer for that, so check it out. The View co-host, Abby Huntsman, announces her departure from the show. Um, We have your winners for the Critics' Choice Awards from 2020. Uh, That aired a couple nights ago, so check that out, Critics' Choice Awards. All I cared about was that Avengers Endgame won Best Action Movie, so congratulations there for getting your rightful award. Westworld Season 3 is going to be debuting in March over on HBO. The Good Fight, Udancy, has joined Season 4 in a major reoccurring role. 
Fox News, MSNBC, and others are going to be spoofed in a new CBS All Access animated series from Stephen Colbert. Star Trek Picard is officially renewed for Season 2, even though Season 1 hasn't even debuted yet, which it will on January 23rd, but it's already renewed for Season 2, so congratulations there. We got some Arrow photos from the new spinoff, the new potential spinoff, which I think is loosely titled Green Arrow and the Canaries, so check out these photos if you're interested there. Um... We got some stuff up on our Twitter about the Crisis on Infinite Earths for you to check out, so look for that. Um, the full main cast has been set for the Amazon Lord of the Rings series, so check that out if you're interested. The Jack Reacher series adaptation has been greenlit by Amazon Studios, which is pretty cool, so congratulations there. We've been talking about that for a while, that they were looking to do Jack Reacher over on Amazon, and now it is confirmed. Um... Method Man is joining the Power spinoff prequel called Power Book 2 Ghost. Corey Hawkins is joining HBO Max's Americana limited series. Aquafina is Nora from Queens gets an early season 2 renewal from Comedy Central. Of course they're going to swoop that one up. It was just announced today that Billie Eilish is going to perform the No Time to Die theme song for the next James Bond movie. So congratulations to her. You has been renewed for season three over on Netflix. Station 11, Gail Garcia Bernal has joined HBO Max's new limited series. Quinn Tarantino confirms that he probably won't direct the Star Trek film he's been working on. Um, Uncut Gems, which I absolutely loved. It was a great movie. Just saw it, God, not even a month ago. And now I found out that Netflix has bought the rights to it. And they're going to debut Uncut Gems on January 31st. That's right. This month, in just a couple weeks, you can watch Uncut Gems on Netflix. So, very, very cool. I'll be checking it out again for sure. That's awesome. The Eternals are set to face off with the Deviants, according to the official synopsis for the upcoming film. NBC streaming service The Peacock is uh, considering a Quantum Leap reboot. I would be all about that. I loved Quantum Leap. We have a second trailer for Bloodshot that you can check out right now. Um, Jared Padalecki's Walker Texas Ranger reboot has been ordered to series over at the CW, along with Superman and Lois. That's right. You know, you've been waiting to find out, is the show really going to happen? And it is. Superman and Lois has been ordered to series over at the CW as well. So Tyler Hoechlin will continue his role as Superman there. Uh, and just one more note on the Jack Reacher uh, Amazon, the drama is going to be based on Lee Child's best-selling book series and could mark the start of a big franchise for Amazon Prime. The first season of the series will be based on the inaugural book, The Killing Floor. So there you go. If you're a fan of those books, I want you to know which one they're going to adapt first. So... That's your news, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a longer episode than I thought. <laughs> We're going on about 50 minutes right now. Um, so we had a lot to talk about, man. You can see the news is starting to ramp back up after a couple weeks of just nothingness from the holidays. Um, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. So out on Blu-ray and DVD today is Gemini Man, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and Harriet. Uh, I highly suggest Gemini Man. I actually bought this on digital like three weeks ago. It's a great movie. Check it out. In theaters this Friday, Bad Boys for Life, that's right, and Doolittle. So uh, we will definitely be checking out Bad Boys for Life. Um, 
Spoiler alert, it's on my most anticipated films of the year list So even though we haven't recorded yet, I wanted to let you know Because by the time we do record, this movie will be out already Um, But that's how excited I am for this I'm a massive fan of the Bad Boys franchise And I'm looking so forward to this movie Uh, Doolittle, not so much Unless my daughter wants to go see it, I don't even know if I'll check it out Here's your box office top 10 Coming in number 10, it's Spies in Disguise with 5.1 Number 9 is Knives Out with 5.73 Number eight's Frozen 2 with 5.76. Number seven is Underwater with 7 million. Number six is Little Women with uh, 7.65. Number four is Just Mercy with 10 million. Number four is Like a Boss with 10 million. Number three is Jumanji The Next Level with 14. Number two is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker with 15.1. And the new number one for the week is Star Wars was number one for three weeks in a row. It's been bunked. And now the new number one is 1917 with $36.5 million, man. So congratulations there. Uh, I know Geeky uh, Geeky Pat, I was going to say Geeky geeky Wife's, uh, Geeky Pat's wife <laughs> went with us to the theater last weekend. Me and Geeky Pat saw Just Mercy. She went and saw 1917 and absolutely loved it. She was blown away by it. So uh, I've heard nothing but great things. Just not my cup of tea. You won't be hearing a review really from me on this movie. I'm not big into war movies, so I apologize. It's not much for me to get into on that one. Um, but hey, I'll spread the love for it. It's got a lot of Oscar nominations. And when I hear good things, I spread good things. So I'm hearing good things. So on that note, my friends, that will do it for us here on this latest and greatest episode of am i on the air thank you for joining me for these past 52 minutes it's been a pleasure it's been an honor and i hope that you got something and you took something away from the show uh and that you uh have some stuff to talk about your friends and your family with and you can sound like the big know-it-all uh when people try to talk about entertainment news and you go "Uh uh-uh that is not right i know what's really happening out there thank you so much for tuning in our official website is am i on the air.com uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I, uh, yeah, facebook.com slash am I on the air. Follow us on Twitter at am I on the air. You can follow me on Twitter at DX Don Mega. Follow me on Stardust at simply Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. You're going to love Stardust. Download it. Follow me. I'll follow you back. Uh, and of course we are available on Apple podcast. If you do Apple podcast, please rate and subscribe. Give us a five star rating. It really helps out on that. If Apple Podcast ain't your thing, if you got an Android, you rock it a different way like you should, uh, then we got Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Google Play Podcast. Uh, we're all over the interwebs on every other platform, so definitely look for us there. I especially love Spotify. That's how I listen to my own show, <laughs> Spotify, because you can even see the the artwork. I have a I have a picture that goes with the ep- with the episode every week, and on most of those streaming platforms, you can't see the picture. Spotify shows you the picture, so I do love that. Um, we, uh, what else, man? You can subscribe to us on Instagram, on YouTube. Just search Am I on the Air and follow along there. Uh, and shout out to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. That's reddragonsradio.com. And follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. That'll do it for me. Keep an eye out for any special programming that may record and drop in between this episode and the next episode. If not, we'll be back next week for some more entertainment news and we'll be talking some bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everyone.
everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!